Welcome back. On today's episode of Deeper Life, Pastor Stephen shares on suffering with Christ. Listen and be blessed. I want to read a scripture that um, I have been looking at for some days now. Uh, Philippians chapter 3. Uh, many of us know four powerful things that Paul writes about his own life. Um, you know, he says, I have counted all things that is to my profit as rubbish. He says, whatever is to my profit, I consider it lost for the excellence of the knowledge of God. He says, you know, I, 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 you know, I am from the stock of Israel. I'm a I'm a Jew, I'm a Hebrew, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm studied under Gamaliel, I'm, you know, I'm, he said, according to the law, I'm blameless. Um, there's a lot of things that I can talk about myself. In the same chapter, he talks about it. And then he goes on to say, but he says, all these things that, which I feel is religiously right, he says, when I, when I just put myself before the Lord Jesus Christ, he says, I count them as rubbish. My being blameless as a Pharisee, I count it as rubbish, he says. Why? Because he says, I have come to a place in my life where I want to know God. I want to know the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, and being conformed to his death. Uh, four powerful things he writes here. Uh, but tonight I want to just look at one thing for our meditation. That is the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. The fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. What is this fellowship of his suffering? You know, we live in a time where, uh, you know, we feel that there is no suffering. You know, sometimes we think as the body of Christ, there is no suffering. Uh, but all of us know that Christian life is about carrying a cross. Jesus said, if you want to follow me, something needs to hang on your back, and that is the cross. Um, Jesus said, if you have a burden, cast it on me, uh, for I care for you. And then he goes on to say, but I have a burden that you need to carry, he said. Only thing he said, my burden is easy and light. But there's something you need to carry. Christian life is learning to carry Christ. Carry the life of Christ. Carry his voice, his word, who he is in our lives. Paul writes a little bit about that out of his personal experience because he was in another place in his life according to the, uh, you know, the worldly principles, the, the religious principles that he followed. But when he came into a living relationship with God, then he moved into something that was very vital for not only his existence, but something that will change him. Tonight, what I want to share with you is what it is to walk with the Lord that will change you. 
what it is to walk with the lord that will help you to tap into the glorious riches of christ in your life the glorious riches of christ in your life turn with me to romans chapter 6 where paul talks about how we need to crucify our flesh and how we cannot walk in sin but i want to read to you from verse 3 where he says or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into christ jesus were baptized into his death he says if the reason we had taken baptism the reason baptism is so vital is because baptism is conforming to the death of jesus therefore we have buried we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as jesus christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we also should walk in newness of life so now he's talking about the second thing he says it's not only about the burial but it is about resurrecting to another life to a glorious life christian life is a glorious life the life you live is a glorious life it's not um uh, it's not to be measured in earthly ways it's not to be seen in earthly perspective you know sometimes you know we are so spiritual in our heart and so earthly in our thinking <clears throat> many times we struggle in the things of the spirit because we try to look at the things of the spirit with the eyes of the natural with the eyes of our knowledge our human knowledge and human understanding human knowledge and human understanding cannot comprehend the depths of the spirit of god for they are revealed to us by the spirit of god they are revealed to us by the spirit of god christian life is to be seen through the eyes of jesus verse 5 <coughs> he says for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection he's talking about the likeness of his resurrection you know it's very important that we understand that you know the resurrection is very very important we we need to rise up to the resurrection just as christ was resurrected amen and so in verse 8 he says now if we died with christ we believe that we shall also live with him now there's something very important that he's coming to he's now saying number one you need to learn to identify with his death then you need to understand you have died with him then you need to understand you have risen up like he was raised up you have been raised up and then he says this raising up is about a life now that's the life that the christian life we live is all about what is this life this life is about in the previous verse says for we, he who has died has been freed from sin this glorious life that paul is writing about 
this life of being conformed to this to the death is about a life of freedom one of the important things about our life is god wants you and me to be free free of dark things free of evil things free of sinful things free of things that pull you away from god free of things that that mess with your mind so that you cannot walk with god free with all the bondages of the world all the lusts of the world the cares of the world the deceitfulness of the world god wants them out of our lives he not only wants them out he wants us to be free of it he doesn't want us to be affected by it he doesn't want us to be influenced by it he doesn't want us to 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 be fighting with it all our life christian life is learning to walk beyond these circumstances and situations that we face every day just like christ lived just like christ lived so paul when he when he writes he says in 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 philippians chapter 3 and verse 10 he says that i would you know he says that i would understand the suffering of christ that i would be united with him in suffering what is this suffering what is this about being united with him in suffering the bible says in romans chapter 8 and in verse 17 let me read it to you it says um, and if children then heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together something very important that he's writing here is that he's saying that if indeed we suffer with him we would be glorified with him okay if if we can walk with him if we can be like him if we are dead to the to the lust of the world and alive to the glories of god like christ was then he comes to something he says we will be joint heirs joint heirs he's talking about a divine participation of you with christ into what was over christ a divine participation of you with christ divine let me tell you again it's not in the head it's not something that you can think but it is something that spiritually god the holy spirit why does he raise you up spiritually is because he connects you with jesus he connects you he he brings you together with jesus so that you become a joint heir you inherit all that was over jesus so that you can live the life that god wants you to live are you with me why is this man willing to give up everything all reputations all all things that this world could offer him why does he count them as foolish why does he count them as rubbish it's because he wants to tap into the glories of the living god my friend tonight 
my question to you is, is your life connected with Christ? Are you able to see, understand, and walk as one who is a co-heir of the divine grace that was over Jesus when he walked on the face of the earth. What he has today, you can have. What he, the way he walked, you can walk. The authority with which he lived, you can live. You can be surrounded with all the glories that was about Jesus over your life because you're willing to walk the walk that Jesus walked. You're willing to walk the walk that Jesus walked. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and in verse 5, Paul says something very powerful. He says, For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. So do we step into the overflow. Into the overflow. Now he's talking about walking in the overflow. The consolation is walking in the overflow. What is he saying? He says, when I am willing to suffer along with him, meaning I am willing to give up my rights, my wants, my personal thirsts, my personal desires, my way of living, conforming to the ways of the world I live in the midst of, when I'm willing to, willing to give it up, when I'm willing to give it up, when I'm willing to say, God, I want to be a man of God. I want to be a woman of God. I want to be one that will walk with you. I want to be a servant of God. I want to be under the voice of God. I want to be united with you. Father, I want to just walk the way you walk. I want your will. I want your purpose. When you come to that place in your life, you give up your rights. You give up your personal choices. You give up what seems nice and good and, and good feelings and good emotions. You give it up because you want what Christ has for you. You are bringing yourself to Christ. David said, I have set the Lord before me because he is at my right hand. I will never be shaken. He said, I have put the Lord before me. I can be a king. I can be an anointed one. I can be a priest. I can be many things to many people. But in my life, I have set my Lord before me. And why I am what I am and where I am in my life and what I do is because I have united myself for the cause of Christ. My friend, I want to ask a question to you tonight. How united are you with Christ? What are the desires of your life? What are the things that make you do what you do? What is the ambition of your life? Where are you in your life tonight? What is the desire of your heart tonight? Have you come to a place in your life where you're asking God, Lord, 
I want everything to be you in my life. Every decision, every step, in everything, I will come before you in prayer. In everything, I would ask you. In every decision, I will want only what you want. I want to tell you, my friend, when you come into that place, Paul says, there is an overflow over my life from Christ. He walks in an overflow, and that overflow begins to touch me. You come to that depth of Christ where you begin to experience what he experienced. Very interestingly, John writes in 1 John 4 and verse 17, he says, as he is, so are we in the world. He's talking about love. He's talking about the perfection of love. He's talking about how God is love. He talks about how God simply loves us unconditionally. And then he says, we are so connected to him that we love like him. We do what we do because we love him. We walk in that overflow. That's why he writes, as he is, so are we in the world. As he is, so are we in the world. Is suffering normal? Is suffering biblical? 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 10. Peter writes, he says, to the diaspora, to those people that are scattered from Jerusalem, that are strangers, pilgrims, people who are running. He looks at them and he says, you have many challenges around you. But then he says to them, but many but may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, he says, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. He says, there's a season you need to walk through challenges. There's a season you walk through difficulties. But he says, the God of grace after you have suffered a while, I always think, why does he talk to a believer about suffering? Because he wants the believer to know there is a season that you need to walk through. There is a path of challenges you need to walk through. He says, after you have suffered a while, what would God do to you? He said, may God perfect you, establish you, Strengthen you and settle you. Strengthen you and settle you. 1 Peter chapter 4 and in verse 1, Paul writes like this. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind, for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Amen. He says, arm yourselves also with the same mind. Same mind. Luke chapter 9, 23, the Bible says, if any man, Jesus said, if any man desires to follow me, 
let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. 1 Peter 2 and verse 21. Paul says, For to you, for to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his footsteps. We should follow his footstep. That's why we should not think that something strange is happening in our lives when we walk through tough times. It's not a strange thing. It's a real thing. We will be like our master. We will live like our master. You know, this, this word that Paul wrote, uh, that John wrote in 1 John 4 and verse 17, as he is, so are we in the world. You know, this, this, world, this word is so powerful because, you know, the Bible says, we share of the sufferings of him. We participate and have mutual interest. That's the Greek word. It says, we participate with Christ and have mutual interest. That means direction of your life will become God's direction. Purpose of your life will be God's purpose. The steps you take in your life will be God's steps. The things that you begin to do will be God things. The places you go will be God-ordained places in your life. Suddenly you will begin to travel to places that you will not even, you would have never imagined in your life. But you begin to go there because you are united with Christ and you walk in the overflow. The overflow always releases you into God's perfect will in your life. My friend tonight, do you want to serve God? Do you want to walk with God? Do you want to perform His will? Do you want to walk under the mighty unction and power of the Holy Spirit? Do you want to be a man, a woman that will simply be what God wants you to be? Then tonight, Paul is writing to us, participate in the sufferings of Christ. Participate. Read the Gospels. See what he went through. Why he went through. How, when he was reviled, he reviled not. When he was spoken against, he opened not his mouth. Why he lived the way he lived, because of fulfilling the Father's will upon the earth. If you need to understand, God has a will for you. If you need to understand, God has a plan for you. And you need to die to yourself, die to your flesh, die to worldly lusts, die to worldly things, so that Christ with you Christ in you, Christ as an overflow over you, will bring you into a place where you co-inherit the glories of God. 
to fulfill God's great purpose over your life. So tonight, would you tell the Lord, God, I lay my life before you, God. My friend, there are many things we can do in this world. We can have our own thoughts and feelings and emotions. We can have our own lifestyle. We can be spiritual on one side, or we can have our own life. We can do our own thing. We have the, the authority to take our life or throw it down. If you want to say to God, God, I want to lay my life. I want to walk with you. I want to just do your will. And it's a deliberate choice. A choice. The word, if any man desires, in Luke 9.23, the word desire actually means if any man wills. It's a deliberate choice. Walking with Jesus is a deliberate choice. Following Jesus is a deliberate choice. If you'd say to the Lord tonight, God, I make a deliberate choice to simply commit my life to you. And I want to tell you something, my friend. Begin to experience that very experience that Paul is writing, where he says, all that is profitable to me, he says, I throw it, count them as rubbish, so that I can participate of the glories of God, so that I can participate of the revelations of Jesus, so that I can participate and what the Spirit of God divinely intervenes over me through Jesus, my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, tonight for your word. Thank you for the power in your word. Thank you for these are days that you are touching the depths of our life to bring a godly character in us, to bring a godly lifestyle, to bring a godly way of living that will be pleasing to our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, it is in this place we are living in the fulfillment of God's great purposes over our lives. It's in this place hearts are stirred. Ministries are birthed. The work of the Lord continues. It is in this place the glories of heaven are manifest upon the earth. It is in this place the supernatural will overrule the natural. That's what we want to give ourselves to tonight, Lord. Have your way in us. Have your way in us. God, if there's anything in us that is not of you, any earthly way, thought, action, deed, anything, cleanse us with your precious blood. Release us, O oh God. Release us to that intimacy of walking with you, God. Thank you for your word, the power in your word. Thank you for Holy Spirit speaking to us tonight, Lord. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Tonight, Lord, we pull it into our heart and soul and mind, that word that you speak into us, that we would be united with you, in death, in baptism, in death, in resurrection, and into the life that you have gloriously prepared already for us on the cross 2,000 years ago. We just step into it tonight because of your grace and mercy over our lives. For those who need a miracle, those who need a breakthrough, those who have sicknesses, sufferings, challenges,
pray in Jesus name tonight that Lord you would heal them. healing will come he command every sickness to leave every Lord bondage to be broken we believe for supernatural miracles healings deliverances transformation tonight we receive it Lord over our lives in Jesus name we receive the healing power of Jesus over our lives in Jesus name whether be it physical mental emotional spiritual whatever be the healing lord that is needed financial whatever it is we break every curse of the enemy over our lives every agenda assignment of the enemy we break it over our lives thank you tonight lord there is nothing that is hard for you what is impossible with man is possible with you and so lord we receive you and your will over our lives for we ask in Jesus mighty name all God's people said amen thank you for joining us in deeper life tonight go and read the scripture again meditate upon the scriptures dig into it chew it speak it talk about it all the time until that word gets into you until your life begins to identify with the sufferings of Christ that the glories of heaven will be over your life. God bless you. Bless you. Have a wonderful week. This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.